tēnā koutou. You're listening to a core education Tātai Ahoro podcast. So um, I'm going to actually invite someone up uh, to talk about the questions that have been posed online and I'm going to attempt to answer them. Uh, the questions have been clumped into, because uh, there's a lot of feedback coming through, various particular questions. And so I'm going to answer those as part of the seminar. So I'm going to invite Wabaru up and she has grouped various themes and comments into major questions that she's going to ask me and hopefully I'm able to answer some of the thoughts or questions or ideas that you have. Haro mai Wabaru. Well, we might just crack into it. Yeah. Yeah. So the first question that we've got here is um, Kayako are asking what's the best way to do Matariki each year. So is there anything in particular that you'd recommend as your go-to Matariki kaupapa? <laughs> so that's a great question. Uh, if I can say to Kayako, really, um, Matariki is built around three major elements, which is remembering the past, um, celebrating the present, that includes food and festivities and activities and um, acknowledging the future or trying to plan for the future. And I think any kind of activities that you can build build around those three major themes is really, really good. Tanupai, mm. that might have covered the next question, but I'm going to ask it anyway, because mm. some of us are joining the conversation for, around Matariki for the first time. And it's about um, people wanting to know this, where they might start. So maybe three or four things that... Um, uh, where people might start to learn about Matariki, what they should be learning and where they should look for that information? Uh, again, great question. There are a, a number of places that I would go to straight away um, to find some information around Matariki. Um, there are some websites like um, Living by the Stars, <laughs> which I think is a good place to start. There's some really cool resources that have come out from Te Wānango Aotearoa in the last few years, and in particular this year, they've got a massive Matariki um, push, and there's actually a booklet that they've produced that tells you how you can actually go through a Matariki celebration and, a, and uh, an event that mm -hmm. you can create just for a whānau even, or for a classroom, or for a community group, or for an organisation. So I would go to those places and look for those resources, because I think they're really, really helpful. Cool, kapai. This one might be a little bit harder, might take you a little bit more time. What informs a localised maramataka? There's not one maramataka that follow, uh, that we universally follow. So I come from a tribe that's um, alpine, inland, mm. um, mountainous, um, and so our environmental indicators, um, our, our flora and fauna is quite different to people that live down on the coast. Mm. The East Coast and the West Coast can be quite different in terms of tides, in terms of their timing. Um, there are, you know, the bottom of the South Island and the top of the of the North Island, you know, we just can't grow the same kinds of foods and things uh, grow differently. All of those factors feed in. So it's, um, the astronomical bodies are the same. Now, one of the things that people say is, oh, we can't see that star from here. That's just not true. We're not big enough as a landmass not to have these massive variations in visibility, you'll actually see those same stars around that period of time. Mm. But what is, because the lunar phase will be the same phase right across the country. Um, it'll just have different names mm. or different associations depending upon what is in your environment. 
Um, so that's the major factor, location and the environmental factors of that location will feed into your calendar system. Tanopai. Mm. So, um, and you talked about solar versus lunar calendar systems and, you know, in, or here and, and around the world. Um, what are some of the specific benefits that might come from following concept of maramataka Māori? When you follow a maramataka Māori, it forces you to connect to your environment. Mm. You can't just you know, say, oh, it's this moon phase. Mm-hmm. You know, you've actually got to understand how that moon phase connects to that pre-dawn rising star, connects to position of sun, influences when you plant, when you harvest, uh, when you do activities, what's is a high energy day, low energy day. It's funny because the major difference for me between a lunar calendar and a solar calendar is in a solar calendar, we dictate to the environment when we're ready. Mm. So we celebrate Christmas 25th of December, regardless of what lunar phase it is, regardless of what's happening in the environment, regardless of, of, of anything else other than following that linear numerical system of time. Whereas if you follow a lunar calendar system, it's actually the environment that tells you when it's ready mm. and you just got to fit in. So you say, yeah, I, I know that we're close to... Um, uh, the, harv- the the eel the eels running, mm. but they'll run when they're ready, and you just have to be ready. So, it's a different understanding of we telling the environment we're ready now, and the environment saying no, 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 mm. it, this is your time. Mm. But it's doable. It's doable, absolutely. Come <laughs> <laughs> boy. Um, so the interest in celebrating Matariki grows leading into rising and during the yep. Matariki period. What do you think we can do outside of those, outside of that time, outside of the, the leading into rising and, the, and during the Matariki period um, to acknowledge and to celebrate Matariki? Before Matariki rises, right, in this whole period of the winter months, yeah. is the period of relaxation and staying home and spending time with your family. <laughs> See, we've completely flipped mm. our calendar systems. We're not meant to be running around crazy trying to do everything in the winter mm. and then trying to have the summer off. Um, the summer is actually the time of work for our ancestors mm. because you had long days. That's when you had to till your gardens, go hunting, go, you, you prepare yourself. And in the winter is when you actually celebrate and you feast and you kind of put on a bit of weight and you yeah. spend time with one another. <laughs> Um, but because we've tried to sync ourselves in with a solar calendar system from the other side of the planet, mm. right? we're trying to say holiday and summer and we work really hard in the winter when we get colds and we get unwell. And, you know, it's, it's really trying to change our mindsets of when it's appropriate to do something. And it's the environment saying, well, you can't plant anything because the ground's hard and frozen. Not a lot of animals around because they've all flown back to the other side of the, you know, other parts of the Pacific. Um, it's cold, the nights are, are long, the days are only short, so just s- chill, mm. slow down, relax. I think by sinking into the natural rhythms of the environment, there's so much benefits. Mm. Apart from that, there are a lot of cultural learnings and language that come out of understanding the cycles of the environment and mm. the lunar phases and the, you know, and, and how to really adjust yourself to be part of that environmental mm. system what what's one of the practical things that you you do and um, that says that you're aligning yourself with the maramataka just being aware of what lunar phase you're in at any time you know it's basic and actually what lunar month you're in mm. so um it's, it's 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 one thing to know what phase you're in and people ask me all of the time 
what phase are we in? And I say, go outside and look up. Mm-mm-mm. You know, actually sink yourself, actually know when your moon is rising and understand why sometimes the moon's in the sky in the middle of the day and sometimes it's at night time. So the moon doesn't follow our 24-hour cycle. Mm-hmm. We think, oh, today's moon phase is... No, it's that moon phase when the moon rises. So you've actually got to start reading it and knowing what lunar month you're in. And also just one of the big things about Matariki is it's focus on the environment and our ecology. Mm. And it's about protecting it. And, you know, hopefully when we think about what we can do for Matariki, well, how about we do things like clean up waterways, mm-hmm. clean up the ocean, plant trees, mm-hmm. um, Get involved in pest eradication, set traps for possums and rats and stoats and all of those things and really give back to our environment. And that's what it's about, such an important part of the celebration. Instead of letting off fireworks, you know, that actually pollute the environment, right? Mm. Pollute the night sky with light pollution, but then they all fall back down onto the earth. And they, if it's on a barge and, and barge in the middle of the um, harbour, then that all all of the things that blow up, they've got to land somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. And they wash it up onto the shore. So it's about, instead of doing that, maybe we think about, okay, I'm going to set up a wetland. Mm. I'm going to plant harakeke, whatever. Tanopai. Yeah. So... <laughs> you had another question there, didn't you? I had you? another question. Ask us, yeah, no. <laughs> no, I'm going to stick to, to stick to the questions that our people have asked. Um, uh so some things about how I think you've you've already talk, touched on some of them already, but celebrating Matariki in our homes, um, and I think that more and more we're learning how to celebrate Matariki in in Kura and in, in schools, and we're doing and and I think that um, and I see it in my own children, and you probably see it in you know in the places that you visit and in the, in the babies that you engage with, but I think um people are wanting to know how they might do, how they might celebrate at home in. Is there anything else you might be able to add when we know Kai? Mm, I, I, th- I think it's 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 dangerous sometimes to mm. tell anyone how they should celebrate anything, right? Mm. Um, because not all of us celebrate Easter the same way mm. or Christmas the same way, yeah, and you know. Um, but I think as long as you're following those major themes of, you know, take time to reflect on on those that we've lost along the way. That's a massive part of Matariki, you know, mm. and, and even about sitting around and talking about. Um, those that we, you know, who made us who we are, or mm. um, our those who have passed on that have had an impact on us. That's what I always have. That's my first thought. Even as a whanau, when we get together for Matariki, I think about oh, those that I know longer here, and what would they think about what we're doing or what we've done. Mm. Two is definitely trying to find a way to celebrate. Food's so important, you know, the food, but um, and so just to feast together and and spend time and rare reflection but also have fun Mm. have fun with one another you know play games um, spend time relaxing sleep in Mm. eat too much you know it's it's it is that season and then i would think about okay so for this year what am i going to do what are my goals what are my resolutions Mm. uh setting in a plan to to reach those goals that's what i'd focus on Mm. as one of the members of that ministry of the matariki ministerial advisory group has you thinking about the the process for deciding on um, what the holiday will look like next year um, or what day will be chosen and, and, and you're having to consider all factors that determine that and for the next how many, 30? 30 years. 30 years. 
Is there anything you can talk to us about that process that you've um, that you and our other Miki Matanga 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 or Tera Ropu? Anything else that you can talk to us about that process that's possibly been um, a challenging as well as really positive? Well, first of all, when we first were looking at the dates, I tried to make it as close to my birthday as possible. <laughs> But, um, that means you don't get a yeah. birthday celebration <laughs> and a Matariki celebration. Well, Matariki doesn't rise in December, <laughs> so I had to think of a of something. And us, no, we 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 because there are so many regional and tribal variations mm. eh, with time and the whole universalization of a single mm-hmm. way to do something is a very non Maori way of understanding mm. the world, um, and it's relative to who you are to where you are. Mm. But we had a look at the commonalities between the approaches, you know, it was in winter, it's aligned with where the sun is and where a star is at a particular time and a lunar phase. And it, we pretty quickly came to the methodology that we all thought that was the most appropriate methodology mm. for what we're doing. And, and not only with the timing, but also we really, really quickly decided upon the major themes. Like we talked about the three major themes, you know, past, present and future. Mm. But there are values that underpin those. And, and, you know, values of Matariki, and this is why it's so cool, it's about <laughs> sharing and collectivity, coming together. Um, it's about the environment and giving back to the environment and being thankful, winding down, you know, mm-hmm. just, okay, stop, have a rest, breathe for a couple of weeks, you know, just get through and shake off all of the difficulties and all of the stresses of the year and reset yourself so it's it is about aroha and manaki tanga and kai and fanonga tanga and all of those good things that make people who they are, the best things that make us who we are. Mm. Um, so I'm hoping that regardless of what we do, those values underpin everything that we, we do with Matariki. Mm. And, it's, and part of it is that, well, I think part of um, the kōrero is around the significance of having a day that's been determined by Mātauranga Māori. <laughs> yeah. Those conversations, you're having those conversations? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, what we, we you know, as in the, the discussion in the seminar today, we're talking about how all of the holidays that we celebrate are, are imported from the other side of the world. Mm. This Matariki is, is so cool because it is informed by Mātauranga Māori. It is unique the way we do it to where we are in the world. Mm. Um, But it also has the potential to play this role in our modern society of being a way of forging and really affirming our identity Mm. and our place in the world. You know, because as Māori, we're we're saying here, here's something that we're willing to share Mm -hmm. with the rest of the country in a way that can help us unite. You know, because Matariki, Hunganui, te matariki e ana means the coming together of the cluster. Mm. Now, all of the different stars, they're all stars, but they all have different personas mm. or purposes or reasons, but they cluster together as one in the sky at this time of the year um, to really tell us about the prosperity of a new season. Mm. And I'm hoping that that's what we do around Matariki is, mm. regardless of where we come from, we can cluster together under those real values that unite us in the hope that there's a more prosperous and, and bright future for us. So I think that analogy for me is is so crucial and it's built on Matauranga Māori. Mm. 
and uh, prosperity and i'm thinking that that might lead us into the next question and where to from here kind of <coughs> um in terms of kokorangi maori you know not not necessarily not the um the business of but um taking that matauranga of kokorangi maori and where are we taking it to there is a resurgence of that knowledge base. There's maramataka going on right around the country, which is awesome. There are people becoming involved in the space. Um, even companies are trying to operationalize themselves yeah. around the changing environment, around the stars, around the lunar phases. Um, health organizations, actually commercial businesses are looking to meet around the best times according to the lunar calendar system. I think it's, it's, it's time that we really formalize the establishment of some type of institution or some place that can be seen as a teaching and a housing space for traditional mātauranga Māori around astronomy, kōkōrangi, like an institute, and can teach the next generation of Māori astronomer that can come to a single point and learn this knowledge and then go back into their own communities and be the lead in their own mm. space. Because traditionally, there were tohunga kōkōrangi right across the country, all regions, and as that knowledge base was lost, now we're just starting to pull it all back together again. And I think there is a need for a central point at this time mm. and then it to be disseminated back out again. Uh, so just a big thank you for joining in, uh, a big uh, thank you to everyone involved, the supporters, the sponsors for making this um, seminar happen and I hope you enjoy yourself this Matariki, manawa mai e te putanga Matariki te nā tātou katoa. Tēnā koutou, you've been listening to a Core Education Tātai Ahorau podcast.